0: This is AM Rush Sports. I'm your host, Alex Mitchell. Today, we are talking with six-time Timber Sport World Champion, Matt Koger. He's going to talk about how he's been handling quarantine and even give a few hints on how you could throw an axe indoors. So now, Matt, we're going to go to you. The first thing that I want to ask you about, tell us what exactly... Does professional lumberjacking entail?
1: Basically, deconstructing a piece of timber as fast as you possibly can. That's the gist of the whole sport. You're just trying to do it as fast as you can, using those old the old implements and the old traditional style of uh, following timber.
0: So now take us through what a competition is like.
1: Uh, so the day in the competition, uh, you show up, you have a little bit of time to prepare your blocks. Um, so you'll go through a wood draw, um, whatever number or if whatever block has your name on it, you'll take that block, you put marks on it, and that gives you just a reference point to like where to strike the block. Um, and then once you get set up, foot holes in on your underhands, uh, gears ready to go, handles are on the saw, the hot saw is fueled up, and and then they'll. They'll break it up into different heats, and you'll you'll basically go down the line of the events and see how fast you can do them. So they'll might do the underhands first. Um, everybody will cut the underhand event, and then they'll go on to the next discipline, and uh, and then at the end of the day, they'll tally up the results and and uh, whoever has the fastest times win in those disciplines and then um, at the end of the day also they'll do an overall winner so whoever has
0: the best performance all day will will have an overall win so i know that uh, nowadays you've been doing a lot of training with the red bull high performance team how are you adapting with everything going on like your sport obviously is a very outdoors one and now with Everything, keeping people for the most part indoors. Talk about how you're adjusting to that.
1: Um, I want to say it's pretty hard to adjust to it. Um, yeah, you know, spending a lot of my time outdoors as much as I can anyway. And, but, um, you know, just taking it one day at a time. Um, really just focusing in on trying to, you know, prepare my body the best I can. So even just doing the fitness side of things. Um, Prepare a little bit. Just trying to keep that in check. Um, I mean, it's hard. It's harder than uh, harder than it sounds. But um, just just try my best just to do that and just be focused on just battering myself uh, in those aspects. Um, you get a time, I got to spend a lot more time with uh, my daughter, so that's a, that's always a bonus. Um, you know, during the summers, really from now through the end of. October. I'm usually gone about every weekend or or every other week. So it's just kind of nice just to be able to spend some time at home and and uh, you know just get to play with her and do some odd and end things and maybe even go for a little walk if we can. Yeah, we're in a we're in a space where we can go for a walk and not see anybody. So it, it's kind of nice to do that.
0: What have you been doing to strengthen yourself not just physically but mentally with all this?
1: Um, just I mean, even though, like, I guess, like the mental strain of it being, like, seeing events get canceled, and really, like, the season getting tossed around a little bit, it's, it's kind of like, well, there's nothing you can do about that, but what can you do in the time frame now? And it's really just focusing, just mostly on the family and focusing in on just doing some small things around the house. Like, you know, we started, I started doing renovation on the front bathroom. So that's a, that's been a, a, a trip, but, uh, you know, just, um, just thinking about past performances and past, um, past things and just kind of sussing those things out and just maybe come up with a game plan for when the season do open up or, or even just maybe next, next season. Um, so it's just kind of, um, dissecting some of those things a little bit.
0: What kind of criteria do you see needed for your season to resume?
1: Uh, it's kind of a hard one. Um, because there's always going to be the, um, governmental standards that are implemented to, to help, Curb some of the uh, exposure and um, and that for COVID. So really, it's just um, it's just going to be be a matter of um, a lot of that opening up, um, and then making sure that there's not the increase of exposure that we normally see with like whenever things open up and that you know, and then comes COVID comes back and you start seeing that spike. So it'd be, it'd have to be like one of those things where it's kind of the plateau has been hit. There's no increase of uh, infections. Um, But a lot of, a lot of our events get canceled because they're small businesses and, uh, and other people that sponsor these events. So, Really, they're the ones that are getting hit the hardest. And I think that um, as, as far as, like, they have to have a financial comeback uh, for a lot of these events to take place. Um, some of them are going to take place um, no matter what. But I think that it's going to be, it's got to be one of those things that we see an increase in their profitability before we're going to See any events come back.
0: So, small business sponsors are a big part of your sport.
1: Yeah, they they drive a lot of the sponsorships for these events. Um, so, a lot of the local venues um, will reach out to their community um, for support. And if um, you know, and if those those small businesses are struggling, um, then I think it's up to, if if, if at all possible, the the athletes are going to have to be able to perform and just trying to help help support the community versus um, the community supporting them. I mean, I really hope that the, the small business communities can can bounce back from and uh, see you know see see what can be done. And then you know, I think there's a small group of athletes that are that have got that in mind so that we can you know we can help those communities out if we can sort of like, you know, I guess doing my kind of work where it's just like, you know, we're doing the event to help support the community. Um, so I try to help bring in business and then also promote those small businesses that might be struggling.
0: And is there any way to do that virtually where there could almost be maybe not a virtual competition, but just something where you guys broadcast it yourselves and can pull in a small business to rep it or something.
1: You know, I think there's a, there's always that possibility um, to do it um, electronically, and I think it's it's, it's also one of the sports where it's kind of hard to do that, and it'd be um, it'd be welcome to try to to find different avenues to do that. Um, you know, we've we've played around with ideas of just like whatever you have chopping wise, just cut it and and then sort of post it up and then it just sort of brings awareness and, um, just, just for the funsies of it. So
0: what is it you miss most about the sport and just kind of about the outdoor nature of everything?
1: Uh, probably the thing i miss the most is just, uh, I guess just that camaraderie of being, um, uh, being able to see some of the sport family. Uh, cause it is a pretty tight knit sport that we, um, the whole community is, is is pretty pretty much family so it's, it's, it's one thing I think we miss the most is just being able to see everybody and you know see hey how you doing and and then uh, you know the, the competition side of it's great too but I think it's just the being able to see everybody um, and then also being able to uh, go to those um, venues that we like to go to as well different different places. I mean, it's a it's a sport that takes you all over from you know places all over in the U.S. like East Coast, West Coast, um, Midwest. You go Canada, you go to Europe. You can go down to Australia, New Zealand. Um, some I mean, areas, there's a lot of places you can go. Um, but it's kind of like I guess it's like that's that's some of the stuff you missed.
0: What advice do you have for? everyday people working nine to five jobs to just find creative ways with their time to cope with everything.
1: Um, Just, just find, find something that you want to improve, Um, whether that be mentally, physically, or even spiritually, you know, just, just find, find that one thing that you want to improve on and kind of, I guess, hammer it down. You know, like we have plenty of time to do that now, um, and you know, even though it's increasingly maybe harder to, to do those things, um, I think it's important just for your our own growth to to really focus on those things and kind of drive home the, those those things.
0: And is there any way for people to get into lumberjacking while quarantined? How how do you recommend going about that?
1: Well, you know, like I, th- I think the biggest thing with timber sports is uh, is probably getting like that eye hand coordination skill. Um. So doing any kind of eye hand coordination drills, whether it be like uh, with the bounce ball like just a small bounce ball, tennis ball against the wall. Um, because a lot of the sport revolves around repetition and, and that eye hand coordination skill. Um, so that's, that's an important skill to develop. Um, and, and then even dissecting the different techniques to, to have the skill. Um, understanding the basics of, uh, of the swings or even like the, um, the movements for the crosscut saws even. Like that's something that's very important to, to understand. Um, and I think now would probably be probably the best time to, to knuckle down on uh, a lot of that skill set.
0: And I have to ask this for my own personal curiosity. What are your thoughts on bars that have axe throwing? Like, where people go to drink and they throw axes?
1: I think it's great. Um, But it's a really niche thing that it's great to have the public be able to experience. Um, Now, a lot of them, they have a cap to how much you can drink. So that's always a good thing. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But it's cool because, like, anybody can throw an axe. And it it, it is, it's one of those, it's a part of the sport that anybody can do. No matter what age. Uh, no matter your physique um, and even skill level, you, you can always throw an axe. So I think, I think it's a great way to, to open up the, the public to uh, timber sports and lumberjack sports.
0: Now, for people in apartments like New York City, is there a way, a safe way, that you could do axe throwing in your home? I know that sounds crazy, but if anyone would know, it would probably be you. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, I guess there is. Um, your, your neighbor might not like the holes that you put in your wall. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> um, no, I think, I think you can do, uh, indoor, like, it's easy to set one up. I think the only thing you need is, um, like two by six boards, um, Course, to throw an axe, you might want to put some rubber down on the floor um, in case you get a bounce back. And you know, hardwood floors wouldn't look very nice with a bunch of holes in it. So, uh, I think what if you like take back that same setup and bring it to your uh, hallway? I think it's uh, definitely something you can do.
0: And are there any other timber, maybe not sports, but kind of micro competitive things people can do indoors that? Maybe involve throwing an axe, or even if it's just chopping something small.
1: Um, I mean, I it's kind of hard because like a lot of the movements that you do are are restricted by like a ceiling or or even like walls that you got that are really tight. Um, I have found that uh, doing like single buck and crosscut sawing indoors is is pretty easy. We still got to have the space to do it. Um, I got my stand set up in the garage, um, for those days that are rainy, you know, so that, that kind of helps. Um, but even like finding something like darts, I mean, darts are, or it's kind of like throwing an ax, but it's just a little easier. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's, it's just kind of like one of those fun things to do. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, there's not there's not a whole lot you can do inside with timber sports, but um, um, I think working on the physical side of things is, is um, about the only thing you can really do to help. And just maybe maybe working specific to those movements, you know, like picking up the weights in that movement that you got to swing or you got to saw, um, finding. The, uh, the athletic bands, to be able to use the bands to, to do the movements um, is also a way to, to start working on those things.
0: So, Matt, one more question before I let you go. And once again, thank you for coming on AM Rush. What is the first thing you're going to do when quarantine is lifted?
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> um... I'm probably going to invite a few friends over to the house and we're going to do some chopping. <laughs> um, maybe even go uh, uh, maybe even go out and get a large pizza too. That was always something fun.
0: <laughs> well, if you find yourself in New York City, I would be happy to give you a guide on where to get that.
1: Yeah, I heard you're doing a lot of the food stuff up that way.
0: Yeah, it's it's a fun time. Certainly can't wait for everything to come back because our small businesses, particularly places like pizzerias, you know, there aren't too many chain pizzerias don't necessarily succeed in New York city. Like, like they do in other places. So food is a lot of it's small business up here.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I love, I love eating. I love food. So I might definitely have to take you up on that.
0: What's uh what are some of your favorite things?
1: Uh, I love Indian cuisine. Um, of course, steak is definitely a, Easy staple. Um, uh, decir, dove, basically, I'm a bull shark. I eat everything. So if if it it's there and it's it's edible, I'll I definitely like it.
0: I like that mentality. I love curry. I love it so much. But oh man, sometimes it messes with me. But it's <laughs> too good to not to not jump in at. And for steak, I love steak. But honestly, you get me like a good steak sandwich. To me, that's, like, one of the most underrated foods, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, there's a lot of good quality steak sandwiches out there, too, so.
0: Certainly. Well, Matt, I wish you the best of luck. I hope, of course, for you and for everyone that we can all just kind of get over this hump and move forward. And if you do find yourself in New York, I would certainly love to go axe throwing with you.
1: Uh, I I know a few places to go, so I definitely look forward to taking you
0: out. Awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me.
1: Uh, Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Take care. So, yeah, just check with
0: your neighbors, and maybe, just maybe, you could find a way to toss an axe indoors while you're in quarantine. That was AM Rush. Matt was awesome for coming on. I think he and I are going to be doing some fun stuff in the future, it sounds like. Stay tough out there, New York. We're gonna make it through this. And remember, wash your hands.